We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. So I just pointed my finger to her and said, Now, my sister, arise and walk in the name of Jesus. Well, now, God's my witness and all those ladies and my wife that the power of God lifted that woman up out of the chair. And she's sitting up there that high. You can see daylight between her and the chair. And then that power, you see, for instance, this is the chair. That power pulled her out of the chair, and she's sitting out here in front of the chair, up above it. It's high in the air. Nothing under and she said, oh, me, oh, and reached back with those poor crippled hands, got a hold of the arm of that chair and pulled it up under and flop, she fell down in it. Without thinking, without thinking. See, I said, prompted evidently by the Spirit of God, Sister, I said, you don't have an ounce of faith, do you? What I meant was, uh, I knew she had faith, otherwise she's saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, beautiful, wonderful Christian, don't misunderstand me. Be healed of anything else, stomach disorder or flu virus, just like that. But I, what I meant, an ounce of faith to be healed of arthritis. See, I said, you don't have an ounce of faith, do you? You don't believe you'll ever be out of that chair, do you? She said, no, Brother Hagin, I'll go to my grave from this chair. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But before she'd ever become converted and become a Christian, or knew anything about divine healing, anything, her doctors had said to her, now, your body is going to become as stiff as a two before. Just make up your mind what kind of position would you like to be in. Now, if you'd like to be just stretched out, well, just stay in bed most of the time. See, your body would be just as stiff as a plank. But if you'd like to stay, stay in a chair most of the time, you see, because she couldn't get around anyway much. Stay in a chair, you see, and your body will be in that kind of position. So she had stayed in the chair, and her body was in a stiff position in that kind, you see. You could lift her out of her wheelchair, because you'd have to lift her because she can't get out, and, and stand her on the floor in the church, and she looks like she's sitting down, because her body's in that kind of a stiff position, you see. She could move her head a little, see. And, and those poor hands... You know, with all knotted up. Now, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't believe that she could even use them. But she'd cook all of her own meals out of that wheelchair. Her husband, of course, well, he'd have to lift her out of the wheelchair and put her in a wheelchair before he went to work. And she'd uh, and, and do some of the... I'll tell you, my wife still has some fancy needlework that she did with those poor arthritic hands. It's terrible-looking things. Big old knots on them. Just, you'd think she couldn't use them, but some way or another she did. Now, after she got in that kind of condition, she got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke with tongues, got into a full gospel church. Loved the Lord, just bright and happy, just, just oh, her face just shine like a neon sign in the dark. Never missed a service. Winter or summer, rain or shine, sleet or snow, and having the car, her, her husband would push her in that wheelchair to church. They never missed a service. I don't care what kind of weather it is. They never missed. He'd pushed her in the wheelchair. And uh, anything else come along now, you know, virus, flu, anything of that nature, you know, well, she'd, because she never missed church, she'd say, Brother Edgar, you know, the devil's trying to put the flu on me, you know, it's going around, lay your hand. I'd lay hands on, she'd be healed just like you snapped your finger. I've seen her eyes, you know, because of cold or flu or virus or something, you know, just all swollen up and my nose are running, you know, and just, and I've seen her face just a minute, you cook hands off her face just straight, ever simple disappeared. 
just just that fast. See, the Bible said, according to your faith, so be it done as she could believe for that and did. But she's still bound by arthritis. She's still in that chair. Well, I was concerned about it because we'd gotten everybody healed but Sister Tyler and Sister Hall. And Why not get everybody healed? Glory to God. God loved them much as did us. There's wonderful Christians and they love the Lord just as much as we did. And so the Lord gave me instruction. We had a little group at the church, a few ladies to meet on Wednesday afternoon and pray. And the Lord told me, he said, take that prayer group down there and pray for Sister Tyler. In fact, before I ever went, I saw it in vision form. I saw me set her across the room, you see, and, and I saw myself standing there and say to her, Arise and walk in Jesus' name. Now, that's all I saw. Stop right there. Vision stop. I just assumed then that she'd walk out of the chair. So we went down there, my wife and about seven more ladies. And we had a little word of prayer together in the room and so I could get my signal straight in my spirit, just what God wanted us to do. So I said to the ladies, I stood over in one corner of the room, large house, had a great big room, built many years ago. I said, now set her in that chair, see, because that's the way I saw it in the vision. It's what I call a mini vision, M-I-N-I, a little short, quick vision while I was praying, it flashed in front of me. And that's what I saw. I saw us down there in Sister Tyler's this main room, living room, more of a sitting room, or uh, it was just a living room, or we call it a sitting room then, or we'd call it probably a den today. And, and, and I saw me standing in this corner. I saw her there. I saw these ladies standing over here, and I just saw myself standing there, see? So I said to the ladies, after we had all joined hands and prayed in the room, now I'm going to stand over here by the door. I stand right where I saw myself in that little vision. And you ladies, I'm not going to get around her at all, not even get close to Sister Tyler, see? You set her in her chair right over there, catty cornered, as we say down in Texas, across the room. So they set her there. Then all you ladies get over here now and watch. I said, now don't shut your eyes. Keep your eyes open and watch. See, because I expected her to be healed. So I just pointed my finger to her and said, now my sister, arise and walk in the name of Jesus. Well, now God's my witness and all those ladies and my wife that the power of God lifted that woman up out of the chair. And she's sitting up there that high. You can see daylight between her and the chair. And then that power, you see, for instance, this is the chair. That power pulled her out of the chair. And she's sitting out here in front of the chair, up above it. That's high in the air. Nothing under. And she said, oh, me, oh. And reached back with those poor crippled hands, got a hold of the arm of that chair and pulled it up under and flop, she fell down in it without thinking. Without thinking, see, I said, prompted evidently by the Spirit of God, Sister, I said, you don't have an ounce of faith, do you? What I meant was, uh, I knew she had faith, otherwise she's saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, beautiful, wonderful Christian. Don't misunderstand me. Be healed of anything else, stomach disorder or flu, virus, just like that. But I, what I meant, an ounce of faith to be healed of arthritis. See, I said, you don't have an ounce of faith, do you? You don't believe you'll ever be out of that chair, do you? She said, no, Brother Hagin, I'll go to my grave from this chair. Now, here's what I want you to see. Our faith, my faith, those ladies' faith, that prayer group's faith, like these four here, brought her into the presence of Jesus, brought the manifestation of God's power upon her body. That's as far as our faith can go. If she had took hold with her faith of that power that come on her, that body would have straightened right out. Praise God, she had to walk right off. But no, I can't. No, I can't. Oh, me. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. 
I told you also, it'll bear repetition here about the, the missionary, 37-year-old full gospel missionary. Over on the foreign field, he came up with cancer of one of his kidneys. Spread on up through his body to his lungs. Brought him home on an airplane to die. He's in dying condition. Well, I was holding a faith seminar in the city where he was brought to, and I'd pray with him. I'd teach every morning and every night, and I'd pray with him every afternoon, sometimes an hour, sometimes two hours, sometimes long as two hours and a half. He's a full gospel missionary, minister, missionary. His denomination believes in divine healing. But you see, all I could ever get him to talk was unbelief. Tell him again and again what faith is. Give him tapes, listening constantly. One afternoon, I'd prayed for him for two hours and a half by his bedside. And while I'm there praying, his, the, he's on a hospital bed, not in a hospital, but in the, just in this room, but, but he's on a hospital bed because, you see, he's, he's helpless. He has to be cranked up. He can't sit up in bed. Somebody has to feed him. He's, you know, he can't get up and go to the bathroom. He's bed fast. He's virtually dead. Doctors say he could just expire any minute. That's how near dead he is. He could die any second. Well, the head of this bed setting to the, to the east. I'm kneeling on the south side of his bed. Been praying for two hours and a half, praying in the spirit, when suddenly I saw Jesus. Just as plain as I see that man there. I had my eyes wide open. I saw Jesus standing just to my left and, and beyond a little bit, oh, three or four feet beyond the foot of his bed. And Jesus, you know, just like you, I saw him just like I'd see any man. You know, to me, my eyes are wide open, I saw him, see. And Jesus said to me, I have come to heal him. So I said to the man, never told him I saw anything. I just said to the man, Jesus has come to heal you. Now, when I said that, now remember, he's bedfast. He leaped out of the bed on the other side of that bed and ran down to the foot of the bed right up in front of Jesus. Jesus, when he started towards him, reached his hands out like this. The man reached his hands out toward Jesus. He got up there close enough almost for Jesus to put his arms around him. When he did, he dropped his arms and he backed back and sat down on a stool at the foot of the bed and put his head in his hands and said, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't, I know I can't. I said, you can't what? He said, I just can't believe. I just can't believe. I just can't take my healing. Yes, I said, you can. I never told him I saw Jesus. I thought he saw him like I did, see, because he's standing right in, his, right, right in front of him. Yes, you can. Jesus has come to heal you. And so when I said that, he got up and stood up and straightened up and took a step forward and reached out toward Jesus like he's going to take him. And Jesus reached his arms out again toward him like he's going to take him in his arms. And about that time, the fellow let his hands just fall down to his side, and ducked his head back, back. See, he'd moved up about three feet. Back, back, and sat down on that stool, put his hands in. I can't, I can't. Oh, I can't, I just can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I said, you can't what? He said, I just can't take my healing. I just can't believe. I can't believe. I said, why can't you believe? You are a believer. You are born again. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. You do speak with tongues. You're a full gospel preacher, missionary. You are a believer. You can believe. Jesus has come. He's here to heal you. 
You can. Don't say you can't. You can. He got up and stood up, took a step or two forward, reached his hands out. Jesus then reached his hands out as though he's going to take him in his arms. And about that time, he dropped his arms. Back, back, sat down on that stool, put his head in his hands and said, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, I know I can't. I just know. I said, yes, you can. He said, no, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I can't believe. I can't receive my healing. I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer... It's a great offer, oh, yeah. actually, honey. It's, it's my dad's little book on the present-day ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And a lot of people don't realize he still has a ministry, but it's in a different aspect. That's what this talks about. And then three and CDs by the, you. The three CDs of Discovering Jesus. Then... My CD. Oh, your CD. Yes, on defeating Satan's strategies through prayer. All of these, the three CDs by me, one CD by her, and the present day ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, the little book, all for a gift of $25 or, yes. or more. So go right now and order those things right now. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Monday, we'll start a new teaching from Kenneth W. Hagen. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.